Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bilna Sandeep show. A lot of times I'm always getting asked the question, how do you manage two different sectors of your business, like two different businesses, Homepreneurs Club and our marketing agency, BML and Grovy. So today I want to break that secret to you. I am introducing you to two powerful women who are the secret behind running both my businesses. So Anjum, welcome to the show. Thank Anjum you. is the community manager for Homepreneurs Club and Sanya, she is the marketing head for my marketing agency. Welcome to the show both of you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. <laughs> How are you guys doing? How are you today? Great, great. Oh. We're doing great. We're pretty nervous but excited. <laughs> That was an honest reply. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yes, so let's get kick started, right? Yeah. So how do you find being a working mom, Anjum? How is it? It's difficult, but yeah, it's what inspired you to become a working mom. Like a lot of moms make a choice after they have kids, right? Some of them quit their job. Some of them want to go full time. Some of them want to do different types of work. Right? So how? What? Okay, I just didn't want to be. Only a mom, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know yeah. it's kind of like a lot of people probably like when we go to parties, birthday parties of our yes. kids, and yeah. every time, and then oh, they say, "Just I'm a, a mom. homemaker." Yeah, just, yeah. A, just, mom. A, mom. just <laughs> a mom. Just a mom. Just a mom. So that is that is what actually one made you they, to they, go they out they of it. They don't know yeah. the weightage of just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How it actually gets here, right? When they say the word just, just yes. a mom. Yes. Yes. And in fact, it's that's the toughest part of our life. Yeah. I believe. Right? I think that's a full-time job uh, with. Like you have to work at night also, morning also. Uh, it's 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 a full time, nine to nine, nine to nine, twelve yeah. to twelve, twelve job. <laughs> so yeah. I was speaking with somebody. Okay, so uh, it it's in fact one of our clients for our marketing agency. He was telling me your team was telling me we don't work on weekends. Yeah. So I thought okay maybe it's a negative comment. Then he was like no 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 I'm not telling it in a negative <laughs> way. You know what we never stop working. Especially you guys as a moms, you're yeah. like yes, weekends yes. are more work than yeah, actually yeah. going Correct. to Correct. the office, yeah. right? <laughs> so I think that's what we all like come from that you know and that is what actually inspired us for the homepreneurs club as well where yeah. we have all the women entrepreneurs that yes. come together hmm. how's your experience of how you have also been now visiting our yeah. club meetings so yes. how is your experience i think one beautiful thing about homepreneurs club that i would like to bring it here is that i have seen of course the business women that are doing business and they want to connect they want to network in the club uh, are there are a part of a club but i could see that there are so many people so many women who just have a desire to start a business yes. and they feel so comfortable still to come to the club and you know network with people like they don't know what they want to do but they just want to do something right. and still they're comfortable coming there talking about themselves telling that yes i want to be there because i have been to a lot of clubs and even after having a business you're not comfortable you know telling know, about yes, it yes. but here women who just have a desire to do something they still come to our club they're so comfortable talking about it and i think that's one of the beautiful things that uh, i have seen in homepreneurs club nice, nice. yeah and i think you enjoy uh, the most about yeah. it yeah i am in and out of it every day <laughs> you are the one who actually keeps the club together right? yeah <laughs> like in a uh, day and night i must say it's it's there we i should be talking as a 
probably you can say something who represents like, the you club know, when you actually before joining the club what mm. you thought about it versus after after being the, the backbone of our of club, club. <laughs> what's ah, the difference okay. you feel like <laughs> okay okay so i used to look at the club before joining yes. as a community manager yes. probably it was uh, something like uh, i want to be a member of the club so okay. I really didn't know how these kind of settings work and things like that. But when I became a part of it, when I represented Homepreneurs yes. Club, then it was a very different picture that I got. We right now, I think we have about uh, 70 plus women yes. entrepreneurs yeah. and yes. they are very different. We, we have uh, new entrepreneurs, we have seasoned entrepreneurs, yes. we have <laughs> ladies who are, they're working very rigorously yes. on their yet to launch ideas. Uh, yes. So you get a lot of learning, you get a lot of uh, inspiration and yeah. motivation. Very true, very true. You, For you me really also, every club member I meet, I learn something yes. Yes. new yes. From, from them, them right? Yes. And um, it's not just about their business angles Correct. also. Sometimes the way they take their business to the next level and when they tell us the stories of how they started off, yes. you yes. know, yes. and their backgrounds. And I think because it's a membership, we keep meeting each other mm. a lot of times yeah. and that bond mm. is just building growing. Again. Uh, slowly, slowly. Yeah. It just it's grows, more of friends right? coming together yes. and yes. talking yes. to yes. each other. I, I always use this uh, classic line saying, we're all on our own different path, walking along with somebody who's on their own different yes. path. And one thing that holds us all together is that word you said, the yeah. desire. The desire, ah. yeah. The See, desire we have a common goal, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. The desire to be something. Yeah. It can be in our personal life or it can be in our business or whatever, but yeah. desire to be successful. And that success might mean different to everyone of us. Yeah. Yesterday in our meetup, there were a few of them who were coming for the first time for a networking yeah. meet, right? Yes. yes. And I remember they were kind of trembling when they were going to just speak in front of the audience. But I can see the glow in their eyes after they did that. Yes. Oh. yes. Because they <laughs> conquered that. That was something they felt like, okay, I can, I can never do it. But mm. they did it, right? Yes. And <laughs> now I'm sure the next meetups they come, they are going to be more like confident. the more confident yeah. versions of them. See, I think that's the beauty when you start doing things consistently. Yes. For me, even for me, see, I, even today when I stand in front of a crowd, <laughs> I'm really nervous. I, I, <laughs> I'm very nervous when I, I stand. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I really get very nervous. I get all the energy from Anjum <laughs> when I'm in the club. So, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yes. But when you keep doing it, then you build that confidence yes. in you to face yeah. the crowd, to exactly. talk. You are trembling. That is there. That's the fact. You know. Yeah. You, you I cannot. still tremble. People don't believe when I say that. <laughs> See, I tell you. <laughs> a lot of times people say, you are doing a podcast, you are on the mic, you are yeah. taking the mic on the stage. But believe me, I still get those shivers. Yes, yes. I'm just good at hiding them. That's the key. For me, it's a lot of effort going yeah. to a networking event, speaking. I need to go into my shell after that. For maybe mm. one day, I have Kinda, to like yeah. complete. So yesterday, I, I was telling Sanya, I'm not coming to office. Yeah. I need my Zen moments. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the yeah. that's the fear of unknown. I, I yes. always tell mm. myself, you know, before coming to an event, 
our club event also i stand in front of the mirror i always try to rehearse like hello welcome but when you go <laughs> there and stand then you're like okay i'm blank what do i do now <laughs> very true so very that true. fear of unknown you overcome only when you jump and do it yeah. jump and do yeah. it yes yes a lot of times women also come to us saying that uh, i have a business idea but i don't know where to start yeah. i tell them you just join the club because you get a lot of energy and a lot of inspiration right. seeing right. other women right. and yeah. when you relate to their stories when you talk to them you understand they are just normal people just like you mm-hmm. it's not like they are something huge or everybody is going through that struggle every yeah. day of our life right it's just right. more like we don't know what others are going through we feel okay they have it all sorted but i believe it's not sorted <laughs> no, for anyone no, it's not <laughs> <laughs> nice nice how important is to have a spouse that supports your dreams ah uh, okay <laughs> that's a good question that's a very good question <laughs> they they will be very happy us speaking about them yes so i <laughs> that doesn't happen usually <laughs> See, i think it's very important i know at um, least i can talk about your own only right? my husband yes, yes. <laughs> See, he's he's pretty busy all the time and everything but when i really need that support like today he's taken a leave right <laughs> he's off he's at home yes <laughs> so he's going to pick up the kids but he will not do that every day yes so he knows that when i need it uh, that fall back yes he's you there you always have that shoulder to yes. rely back on yes. right yes. what so, about you sanya uh, okay i think um, for me he is very supportive very supportive he, like i don't even have to communicate to him that you know there's something coming and he's so happy with all the achievements and like even if i had to come here he knows that what's required what's not required he has to take care of the child and i think it's uh, the society is changing people yes. are changing yes. men are changing so i know like a lot of women say that you know men are like that men oh. are like that and they are being you know i think pushed down in terms of my husband he's he's an amazing person um he's into logistics so he's super busy <laughs> but still he takes care that how he's going to take time for family for me to achieve my dreams nice. so i think it's it's really important to have a very supportive spouse if you really want to do what you want to do in your life nice. so yeah <laughs> but you know what despite the fact that we've been evolving in the past decades yes there is always this uh thinking in the society that yeah. the primary role of a woman is to, to be a mother yes. a good mother yes yeah. and yeah. the pressure you know? the yes. guilt yes yes yeah. yes and Maybe. i think no matter how much you achieve you are just being judged like for for a very funny story i have a friends group and we are all doing great in our lives uh, and i messaged them because I just switched my job so I just wanted to tell them so I said there's a good news and they said oh you're having another child uh, <laughs> so I mean good news that's <laughs> like of yeah. good news the moment so, we say good news exactly. are you pregnant so, are you pregnant so I was like okay but uh, can't anything good happen to me other than being a mother only so I'm like no not that it's, it's something different so I think it's in their brain that you know um uh, the the motherhood comes first and i think it's different for men if men says the same statement they yes. oh okay you got a new job or yes. you got something new but if a woman says that it 
again comes to motherhood and working women i think we get judged a lot of times but i think i'm very happy that i'm working because my son is looking after me that my mom is doing more than she should do nice. and he's learning more and maybe if we sit at home with each other it will be a fight between us <laughs> <laughs> but because there is a distance he's learning new things and i am doing what i love so yeah you all have your own spaces right spaces exactly and <laughs> yes. i think he's learning more than i could have taught him when you know he was there at home with me so yeah ev- i think all motherhood is uh, priceless every mother whatever they are doing for their child a stay at home mother a working mother whatever it is i think they are doing the best yes. so we are nobody to judge anybody you know so yeah that's that's something i believe in so if somebody <laughs> comes to me like anjum yo like you know i think you are managing work also and you're managing your child also that's you you know what's good for your child and you know so similarly exactly. is uh, different exactly. for different women <laughs> see when you true. when you realize that you cannot do it all yeah exactly that's yes. when I you i think that realization is the yes. most important yeah, part it's very important yes. you you have to prioritize you have to uh, like I learned to say no. Ah, that's another huge I, I, I literally <laughs> learned to say no because yeah. you know that expectation that oh you will do it you will do it. Yeah. Then you learn you have to, say to say no. Say yes. Yeah. yes. This is not yes. what I am, you yes, know. Yes. And learning to say no is I think one of the most important parts of our life, also, right? Yeah. Because the moment you learn to say no, especially to your close and loved ones. Correct. <laughs> that's the toughest part. I mean, right. if somebody who's not very close to you, if you're okay to lose them, it's fine. Mm. But there are people in our lives who are very near. So I yes. had a very experience recently when I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. One of my, someone who's really, really close to me, somebody I can never refer to lose, mm-hmm. told me, you are the cruelest mom in this world oh. oh and for what because of my business oh god but they're they're only seeing a part of me they're not living with me right mm. but i didn't fight i didn't try to resist i just accepted i told them okay it's fine okay. i accept that <laughs> this is what is right for me at yeah. the current situation of my life but even now though i tell people about mom guilt you know you have to do what you want to do mm. the sound of those words it it actually yeah. rings in my mind that guilt comes because still. if it's somebody just my neighbor or someone who says that it won't kill you right i mean you can just get rid of it okay it's it's nobody but if it is someone who really means yeah. close to you Correct. and they make a comment like that it's very hard to overcome that but then i have also like made a pact with myself I know what I am doing mm-hmm. like there are days which I am not able to make myself available for my kids like mm-hmm. maybe it's due to my business or maybe whatever it is right maybe I might have to go out maybe I might have to come late one day but next day I try to make up over over the next weekend but I think it all comes from inside like it's very hard to accept some facts but yes. but like you said we we have to accept the fact that we, we cannot have it all yeah. yes. and then yes. every time we compromise on one side of life so people ask me like being the child of a working mom do you think it was advantage to you or is it good to be a working mom's child so mm. i always tell it in two perspectives I myself my mom was working throughout every time in my life I've seen her working and while I was growing up I felt lonely 
because my mom was working and i was the only child i didn't have anybody else to play so uh, when we were in uh, we i grew up in bahrain from most of my schooling time so she used to also like after school she was a teacher she was also used to take tuitions oh. so every time i used to feel like i'm alone you know uh, i tried to play with the kids that come home for tuitions because they were the only people i had <laughs> I as friends so that time i, I felt lonely but now i know that's what made me the strongest yes right so now even for my kids i know there are a lot of things that they miss because i work mm-hmm. but i feel in the end it's it's going to be in some way they are going to become it so now for me it helps me in such a way okay even when the guilt hits nothing bad happened to me after that yeah. right yeah. so this is what so what about you guys do you think being a working moms child is a good or a bad <laughs> okay i i do know how this comes but uh, i have a slightly different view on that yes uh, my mom was working ever yes. since i understood life i have seen her doing her 9 to 5 yes. 9 to 9 in fact <laughs> she just retired yes. july 31st oh, yes. she's oh. 62 she retired oh, nice. at 62 wow. <laughs> <laughs> so i was a child of a working mother but for me to learn the value of determination passion hard work from her i think i got it only when i was able to understand those traits same mm. same right yeah. when you're able to understand now when, when you... i put up myself in their shoes now i completely understand everything <laughs> she said at that time yeah you yes. know if, if i was maybe a little younger or like i would not have understood it's yes. like with my children my elder one is 10 mashallah and mm. when she sees me as a working mother she learns from me she yes. takes it from me yes yeah. but my younger one who's 5 mashallah she for her going to office is nothing but having makeup on and <laughs> <laughs> yes yes you know that's perspective according yeah, to the age yeah, yeah. right yes so <laughs> when the time is right i mean whenever you, do, you feel the yes. time is right it yeah. it has to happen yes, yes. that's really true, true. good learning for them as well you know yes. it builds you <laughs> yes what do you think uh so i would say that i have uh, two very beautiful women my mom and my mother in law actually nice. um which is something different <laughs> usually uh but my mom was not a working mom and even my mother in law was not but i think both the both of them uh teaches me a very nice teachings in my life in that my mom uh, so my father supported my mom in every aspect if she wants to do some nice. course she wants to update herself she wants to drive in our family it usually doesn't used to happen but he gave her all the opportunity to explore and for that reason she gave all of those teachings to me nice. and i think uh, it's very important to know that uh, she has supported me in everything that i wanted to do uh, just because my father had that support and nice. i look up in the same way for my husband to support me <laughs> because now i have that this yes. <laughs> comparison and my mother in law i think um, I think it's the beauty of uh, staying in Dubai or maybe staying outside a zone where a lot of uh, relatives are not there or an environment is not there where you know a lot of people are um, uh, kicking your heads with different um, I don't know some thoughts or something so I remember while in my pregnancy also what I, she supports me in tremendous ways when I tell her that I want to eat something she 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 makes it yes, and yes. Uh, 
the whole pregnancy time everybody used to tell me those horror stories that we usually <laughs> hear you know yes, this yes. will happen this will happen you'll go through tremendous pain <laughs> blah 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 don't go here don't sit like that she used to tell me just chill and do not listen to anything any stories and yes. do whatever you want to do in your life really like go wherever you want to roam do whatever That's you want to eat you can have. Yeah. yeah and literally i listened to her and trust me i had the best days of my life in my pregnancy even till my ninth month i was like really going here and there yeah so it's very important to have women supporting women which nice. we do in our uh, club yeah, also yes. uh, if you are supporting other women you will have a better future True, you'll true. have a better family better happy family so it's very important uh, in today's world yeah. very true true <laughs> uh, you know bilna there are, i've heard from many of our uh, club members or they're not really members but they come for the networking meets mm-hmm. <laughs> they say they're not able to make it to the meetups or anything or they're not they don't want to take up the membership because it requires a commitment of yes taking yeah. up the lessons and everything so what how would you they? tell them because they are also yes. mothers right yes yeah. yes on how they can really make use of the club right yes so in our club we have done it in two areas one is the networking element of it and one is the learning element of it so we have the most of our lessons webinars they are online so that they don't have to actually come uh mm. you know because again the travel part is not required Correct. and to make it even better we have also made sure that the recording is available mm. so like if somebody joins today they are going to get like uh, last two and a half years of lessons to just binge watch at any time like mm. the common thing which you always tell right it's like netflix <laughs> right <laughs> you watch like instead of binge watching the movie yeah. you get to watch those lessons so those learning elements even while you're cooking or packing mm. uh, dishes lunches for your kids or, you know you can have it playing because the those learnings sometimes we feel like okay i don't need it in my business but there are some things like it just strikes you know like the one whole lesson like one whole webinar when you listen maybe that speaker might have shared like 10 points but maybe if you implement one of it in your business maybe only one is relevant to your business but that mm-hmm. might make a huge difference yes, right yes, yes. and that's how we all take one step at a time like maybe sometimes your kid is very small so it's the demand is more and probably you cannot afford a house help or somebody like that right mm. so in such situation but still there are some things you can so in that case we want you to just t- spend at some time learning and just write them down for the time when your kid is going to go to school because mm. that time you're going to have better time right Correct. whatever situation you are in make the best of what you have now and then go to the next step now regarding the networking element again we have online networking options and offline networking options so in person meetups we have like every first wednesday of the month we have in dubai and every last wednesday we put it in abu dhabi so we just launched in abu dhabi as well so we want to make you comfortable to come out of your comfort zone <laughs> right? right because i myself have been a stay at home mom when i when my son was small i had taken a career break for around one and a half years i remember i used to sit and cry <laughs> because i didn't have a network i didn't have a car i couldn't drive and uh, there was a, a time when uh, my son had a lot of speech delay and such issues okay so people were telling me you have to take him out to play with other kids mm-hmm. and i was staying in abu dhabi at that time and i didn't have a driving license uh, i didn't have any close friends staying nearby 
we did so and my husband he used to be busy with his work he used to come home late with some projects so i used to just walk to the park taking him in my hand and i remember literally crying and thinking i wish i meet some family who i could yeah. actually meet you know yes. uh, but again i was just persistent going out every day <laughs> though i didn't get any family to mingle with but i just did that you know so it's all about trying to come out of your comfort zone with what yeah. you can if you cannot come for the meetups now it's fine at least try to join the online networking again for the members we have a whatsapp group at least be active in that whatsapp group and you don't have to collect connect with all the 70 members right. even okay. if you can connect with five of them and make them your friends your life is going to change right yeah. so this is what i tell people like whatever situation your life don't compare with the ones who has you feel that okay they have a maid they have a, a house help mm-hmm. they have uh, funds they have a driving license if you don't have it do what you can at this point and you're going to reach that point in few years time or you know depending on how your life takes but mm-hmm. only if you take that action now right yeah, right. right because you have a child i think even our um, club meetups are very flexible we yes. have women who come in with their children yes yeah <laughs> that yeah. is also we encourage women yeah. to come out because we just want you to come out and let your kids also see that mom mm. has yes. a life outside this yes. circle yes. right yes. your mom's role is not just to feed you make food for <laughs> you cook, she also yeah. need cook clean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feed cook clean is not just her role right she also yeah. need a life outside family and outside the family friend circle mm-hmm. and that's what we want the women to do and yeah. the whole so when i was setting up the club initially this is what i had the emotional part which i had in my mind mm-hmm. is i am seeing myself in that every Never woman that comes there right from the situation which i was in at that time that was 8 years back Correct. now it is mm-hmm. it's a completely different situation so i myself see that I, my life situation has changed but that's only because i tried to take that step and then at that time to get a driving license i used to drop my son at one of the places nearby for like just few hours so that i could just go for the driving classes mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it was an effort but yes. i just did it and then he started his play school when he was two and a half at that time i didn't have the resources to have a maid at home so mm-hmm. we put him in a school and they had extended daycare when i started work oh, so you know <laughs> when i started going back to work so but of course you cannot have it all there's mm-hmm. a bit of emotions that comes yes. with it uh, <laughs> especially as a mom i know though we try to say strong uh, but there are days yeah. we break down and i think we should all normalize those breakdown moments yes. as well yes. and sometimes even the support from spouse right we want them to support but they also have their own jobs they also mm-hmm. like like we said we never talk about the emotional side of men right yeah so when we say like when a woman chooses to stay home that is also the moment we are giving the resp- financial responsibility to the to husband the men, right correct. yeah yes. and probably he is worried how am i going to pay for the school fees next month yeah. utility bills next month mm. but we never talk about that side of yeah. things right yes. we always say okay my husband is not supportive probably it's because he is tensed about a lot of things which he is not opening up also mm. so see they also have this uh, thought in their mind that she has given it up for me and yes. my kids yeah. so that's a guilt for I, him yes <laughs> i have to 
make it up, right? Yes. I have to do it. And, yes. and I have to do my best for them. They, they do that. <laughs> Which they, they do don't that. actually tell. So yeah, I think yeah. when we talk about the support, supportive spouses, we also, for me also personally, when I was quitting my job, that means like it takes time for the business to build, right? So mm-hmm. it's a decision we took as a family. I told my husband. But if he was not working, it would have become really difficult for me to really start that business because yeah. one person having a income mm-hmm. was important for us. So I always feel that, okay, so he's not the kind of guy who would come and help in the kitchen. Okay, <laughs> Same. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. And initially I used to feel like, okay, he's not a modern husband. He's not supporting me like the other husbands used to do. Uh, and what I realized was he doesn't enjoy cooking. Okay? Yeah. Even I don't. <laughs> so we came to a point it was very difficult at some yeah. point and after getting a house help the issue was sorted we both don't enjoy we both are career people we love our career or we love our jobs yeah. so we just got someone who was doing it and after that the life became peaceful yeah. i would say but but i think there is an expectation now in the society that men should take everything half half right mm, i mean that's yes. what we we want the uh, new yeah, modern yeah. society yeah, yeah that's what the modern society wants us to do but he is one person who didn't grow up seeing that so for mm. this men also it takes time to reach there mm. right uh, yeah. because though they are well educated but they came from a situation where they have always seen moms doing everything at mm. home <laughs> so it, it's a transition for them for as them well, as well yeah. uh, but when i see the bigger picture of it without him i would never have started my business yeah. and uh, you know so he's the one who he doesn't cheer me every day and you know tell me like you're doing a good job <laughs> but he knows you're doing a good yeah. job <laughs> you know, he's not that kind of person who expresses it yeah. but i would say without him i wouldn't have done anything that i've done over the last two years in our mm, business correct so correct. he's that silent yeah. strong pillar of support on the back silent end. cheerleader <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think one question that a lot of people want to ask to Bilna is how did you got, got into that transition like when did you decide that I want to leave my job and I want to start something of my own like what does it need to get that courage to start uh, two agencies and a club and do it all so what is your story we would love to know <laughs> I was one person who was completely focused on my career. Yeah. Entrepreneurship was not something I really thought I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it was there in the subconscious mind, but I never made my express that. Like I took a career break. Even at that time I did some side hustles, but that yeah. was just to keep myself engaged, but I never had a dream of growing a huge business or mm-hmm. anything. And after I got after my career break and got back to work, I was focusing on growing my career so I wanted to go to uh, the next so I want I am a const- I'm a civil engineer like you guys <laughs> yes. know right and I wanted to become a chartered surveyor so mm-hmm. I was I saw, I went to a course I was taking a course to become the chartered surveyor so the first class I attended was called business planning the subject okay. was business planning so they were like uh, who in the room wants to become a entrepreneur <laughs> I mean I didn't know why I was like raising my hands <laughs> from the back seat. So, uh, so sir asked me, "Okay, what business do you want to start?" I was like, "I have no clue." <laughs> but I want to become. But that just came impromptu. I mean, it yeah. didn't come with a plan. But 
that day when he asked that question it was a moment that seed was That's planted that's icebreaker for you, you know yeah. yeah that was when i realized okay i think i want to do something <laughs> uh, but i didn't know again what so i just answered him at that time like i want to start something that will help other women Mm. that's the only thing which i said but i didn't know what it was but then few years down the line i was though focusing on my career i was learning about marketing a bit i used to post a lot on instagram yeah. I, more like a i was a influencer. follower of yours my <laughs> husband was a follower of her oh. yeah <laughs> she was very famous I she is just, very just famous blog you know <laughs> like uh, my daily experiences yeah. as a mom as a so i used to get a lot of followers and in that it was there, there were a lot of small business women hmm. so i would say they are the ones who actually inspired because they were asking a lot of questions on how do i grow my instagram how do mm-hmm. i sell through my instagram so i was just randomly putting up the tips on instagram then mm-hmm. people were like why don't you start a course why don't you start and then i was like okay maybe i could do something and mm-hmm. it was that how, that's how we started the homepreneurs club mm-hmm. and that was while i was working full time but then i realized i really want that mm-hmm. you know like everything was good i mean the job which i had was good so a lot of entrepreneurs i meet now yeah. they say that uh, m- my work was giving me a lot of pressure i was mm. in a stress <laughs> i didn't want to have a boss that's why i started <laughs> my own but in my case i was having the perfect job i would say <laughs> i mean i didn't have a lot of stress i had the perfect team yeah. they were very supportive and very fun atmosphere i mean we were working but we had a lot of fun it was mm. nice in every way it was more because i really wanted to become an entrepreneur it was mm. not an escape from my day to day it was more of like i wanted to do more yeah. that was mm-hmm. what i wanted and uh, for me one thing i want was like i am a person who you already know that who has that <laughs> thing for structured business yes. i want to keep the business structured <laughs> yes. yeah. so i wanted a place where i could experiment my own structure which yeah. i may not be able to do in another <laughs> business <laughs> right so maybe that's something and uh, i i was always like i was working as a commercial manager yeah. so i was always seeing the numbers and revenue side mm-hmm. right so i wanted to help like i have seen the smaller businesses they don't have the structure they don't yeah. have that proper way of getting that revenue mm-hmm. in the business so even if it's a homepreneurs club side or even if it's a, uh, our marketing agency side I want to see that numbers grow for other businesses and I yeah. want to become a reason for it. <laughs> so probably that's when we yeah. went into both the models that way. I think that's uh, that's how that's what our customers love about our agency yes. is that you we always talk to them how much did you earn yes and not like what's how many what's the revenue and yes. <laughs> and not like how many followers did you gain what yes. is the engagement of course that's an important part yes. but at the end of the day they will be like Uh, you cannot go to a shop and give your followers yeah. and buy your bread right <laughs> exactly so we focus on you know how much revenue did you make exactly. at the end of the day and they love it like you know when we talk in numbers which i don't think so a lot of other agencies yes. are able to do yes. it so they feel like okay they are focusing on you know uh, increasing our revenue exactly. and uh, that's that's something is nice with them yeah that is what you know i love seeing that numbers, numbers. with an aed or usd on the <laughs> left side of it actually aed and usd, AD and USD. <laughs> <laughs> she's very specific yeah. <laughs> because that's the kind of customers yeah, we work, we with, work with so i see that aed and usd yeah, on USD the left side right. of it and i kind of like that yeah because that's what i have been used to doing all my life in my corporate life also mm. every month we have the pnls and the meetings and Engineer. that excites me <laughs> 
<laughs> engineering. You're civil engineering. engineer, right? Yeah. Yes. I was just curious what made you what inspired you to take up civil engineering? It's a male dominated oh. industry to what I know. Yeah. Yes. yes. I would never even think of engineering <laughs> ever. So to give you a background story, I didn't always want to become a civil engineer. My all my life in my school life I would say till my grade 10 I always dreamt of becoming an astronaut actually. Oh, <laughs> more difficult. <laughs> so so uh, in the college like I mean not in college in school in grade 10 we had a career counselor who come to our mm. school. So they were saying what like they asked the students like so I stood up and said I want to become an astronaut. and one of the guys you know he was telling me after so many years when he met you know what we used to call you kalpana chawla oh. <laughs> <laughs> because you said that astronaut so yeah. uh, but that was so much in me right yeah. grade 5 to grade 10 also was a small school like we just had two divisions for each year there i used to always be the topper every year okay so i used to be like okay well, i'm the topper you know always <laughs> but what happened in grade 10 was I didn't become the topper in the final exam and oh. in fact uh, it actually I think it was a fourth or fifth something like that but what had happened was like um, everybody teachers and myself everybody believes that something was wrong with the evaluation something mm-hmm. had happened because I got the same marks as the student who was sitting just in front of me for three of the subjects where we were actually expecting me to get the highest that was one of the times as a student I felt really low embarrassing situation because uh, you know like you f- you feel like no why is it uh, i lost it everybody is mm. expecting you to get the yeah, high, highest people are thinking you would get the topper in bahrain and all those things and then suddenly <laughs> even teachers were upset they were like oh my god why did this happen and so that was a moment i went really down Mm-hmm. as a student you know that age right which is 15 years old yeah, yeah. right and uh, and i went to india for my higher studies uh, and when i went to school sometimes i was depressed then i decided i'm going to enjoy my life done <laughs> i have done all the studies and stuff no and i didn't get the results so why do i have to worry so much so that's a coming out so 11th and 12th i enjoyed so much like i was not so much into studies and even in college luckily i got into a government college after the entrance so at that time when you're choosing right again it was like i wanted to go and work in bahrain mm-hmm. so at that time what i was thinking was okay construction is booming and that mm-hmm. is something always that people like there's always construction going construction, on right yes. yeah. at that, like that time everybody were opting for electronics or computer science was the mm-hmm. toughest yes, one to yes, get at yes, that yes, time yes. so for me i was thinking no i just want something different and but it was not so much of like i want construction thing <laughs> and then but i had a lot of people tell me don't do it that was probably what inspired me then <laughs> you know yeah, because you don't really even yeah. in my college we'll have like IT Boys. will have the most number of girls. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mechanical will have zero. Civil will have zero. zero. Yeah. <laughs> Polymer will have like one or two. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know. So all my relatives were against it, except for my dad and my grandmother. Mm. They were both like very strong. They were like, if she if she wants that, let her go for it. Yeah. And everyone else in the family were like, so we have a family like everybody. I mean, like we are very close with all mm-hmm. our Great. relatives. So everybody and they really mean the good for me. It's not like yeah. a bad thing. So they, that time everybody is going for computer science and electronics. Mm. And why are you going for civil? You know, <laughs> right. and, and they were like, you won't get a job. You know, this mm. kind of thing. and even after i completed my engineering everybody were forcing me to uh, go for my masters there in india and go to go become a college lecturer 
right uh, because that's uh, a very indian yeah, thinking yes, thinking yes, yes. <laughs> you know or you get a government job into a bank uh, or something like that but you're not expected to go and work in the site correct <laughs> uh, and i was like no i'm going to work in the site i want to experience what the site is like and so everyone in our my friend circle they got jobs even the ones who were doing civil engineering lot of them got really placed in really nice places but i didn't uh, and i mean i went for a few but i didn't get placement also mm-hmm. so it's not like i didn't go for it but i inside i didn't want to go also and so one so lnt had come for interview that is completely civil engineering mm-hmm. and when i didn't go through i didn't get through it i was actually very depressed uh-huh. you know because i because that was the only thing that actually came as a real core of what civil was yes. there and i didn't get placed so then i went to a very small place near my home they were just paying me 3000 rupees that was the first salary that wouldn't even pay for my bus transportation, uh, transportation. Uh, yeah. but uh, that but i enjoyed those days i was like on the side walking the sides you know <laughs> jumping and in, in the mud and everything but i used to enjoy that i did that for like 6 months and then i came to like i got a job in bahrain where my dad was also there so i went there worked there for one year then came to abu dhabi so that's my how the whole <laughs> career evolved when you come to that women in construction right mm-hmm. i think in the middle east it's a complete different scenario compared to what it is in india oh interesting mm-hmm. because in india the sides when you go the workers everybody they don't really give you so much of respect, respect that way probably it's because it's very strict here or whatever but the working atmosphere was completely dif- different it was very supportive people here i have come okay. across so both my pregnancies i was in construction i have even walked the sites oh. you know sometimes you know <laughs> with the hard hat but that that's only because i had really good colleagues and really good yeah. supportive Support atmosphere it was not i never felt it was dangerous Mm. the safety things even the safety part right all mm. the hsc regulations here are strict so everybody follows the safety and so that's a complete uh, yeah. so if you if anybody listening like if you are a woman in construction if you want to be having a career here mm. this is the best place for women to go into construction i yeah. would say you know uae has that very nice supportive ecosystem mm. maybe not all companies but at least the a grade companies if you are going to get into it just yeah. get into that go for it you know mm-hmm. and then you will really enjoy that work right? and i think with the built market lab also when you tell them about yes. yourself i have seen clients given giving you that much of respect and yes. i think for everything they are like ask billa ask billa <laughs> ask billa <laughs> <laughs> like you know yes. okay like for everything they want to talk to billa yes. yes. because they understand that whoever is marketing them yes. knows what's going on exactly. in the field so yeah that's Yeah, that's so very all our important. clients in Built Market Lab are from yeah. the construction, construction industry, industry yeah. and they know that I've been through that. Been through like that, I've yeah. worked on the contracting side, yeah. developer side, so everything. So that mix of like yes. that perspective. Yeah. And whenever a client comes to us for uh, marketing, if mm. they are in the construction, yes. they ask us what is your unique selling point, <laughs> and, you yeah. know. And I tell them I have a very strong marketing team, and I come with a very strong construction background, and yeah. I when I mix them together it's the best combination that's that we can give you yeah. you know so that's what we <laughs> yeah. do the that the trust for. comes from yes. that fact that yes. she knows what goes exactly. into construction oh. yeah yes. so how is the construction industry in middle east with women how how do they accept do they what so like what i said you? no my experience in india was very not so good in the sides but when i come to construction here the industry 
everything is like perfect i would say the best option <laughs> okay. which i have had compared to what i had there like you get a lot so the meetings and all like the progress meetings i have seen a lot of uh, fire and you know people shouting at each other but you <laughs> have a woman in the room even after shouting is sorry it was ah, not meant for you okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so that's what i've seen so that respect yeah. is always yes. there yeah. that respect for women so this is always my experience has always been now that being said there were um, times because there are not a lot of women right mm. and a lot of of our projects what happens is there's a site office right mm. so sometimes what happens is there's no toilet for women in some of the site offices mm. because they didn't expect that a woman would be there so that i have had to fight for it a few times mm. fight in the sense i have to actually make my voice heard say, say we need to have a, a space yeah. for women even if it's one person visiting once in a while but she needs to go to toilet right you can't yeah, tell them right. to go to the men's washroom so mm. these things we have had to fight it out yeah. that was more because they were not aware like mm. or probably when they planned it out they didn't so after i spoke about it they did make a change mm. you know it was yeah. more because they didn't have that perspective so i think those things are changing because more and more women are coming to the coming sites and working in the sites but i think uh, if you're a woman in construction what you need to do is you have to be expressive you don't have mm. to be scared saying that okay uh, there's no washroom i have to just sit and hold till you know <laughs> that doesn't work right you have to actually tell it's your requirement and it's yeah. your right you have mm. to tell people yeah. that okay i need a washroom in the site <laughs> yes. yeah, so i think that's mm. something you have to well i think what? dubai in general uh, it's the best place for women any 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 career right yeah yes. any any career any uh, place even if you're not working it's yes. the best place and i think now i'm so scared to go to any other country or any other place that <laughs> <laughs> even with my because child because that convenience here yeah convenience safety. and safety i think it's it's i come from delhi <laughs> okay i got it <laughs> so that and safety it, factor you feel yeah, here right so it it's the most um, you know not to go to place but uh, touch wood <laughs> i have never faced anything bad there also but coming to dubai i think uh, it's the best place to stay here so yeah Very habibi <laughs> come to dubai is the <laughs> the best tagline here right <laughs> yeah. and for every woman i think that is the reason i could really go ahead so the yes. same business if i had started in india i would have had a lot of people questioning me yeah. a lot of people like i cannot go out at the night mm-hmm. it's not safe yes. i i'll have to take someone along so right now we have our sometimes we have events up to 10 yes. 10 o'clock 10 yeah. 30 11 i still drive home alone there's no mm. i mean we yeah. don't even have a second thought <laughs> yeah. right because because we know we are taken care and of they would not yeah. also value you i think like exactly. because yes. you're a woman yes yes, yes. Yeah. here yeah. that thing that, is not yeah. there yes. right in india maybe because you're a woman they might not give you that opportunity to do that event mm. if you're going to be the conductor yeah. i think india is also evolving true, um, true, definitely true. because true. we have been here since a long time yes, yes. so maybe we are still thinking very about true. very that. true very But true i do visit there and i think it's it's evolving, it's evolving. Uh, the youth very is uh, yes. 
the getting youth used has to it it's changing a very yeah. good perspective now. yes exactly and yeah. i think it's all the internet all the youtube and yes. the videos they watch the, yeah. pe- the celebrities yeah. they follow the shows yes. they see on netflix <laughs> yeah. it is changing the, it is their changing. perspective yes. right also, and it yeah. also depends on which part of india there yeah. are still parts of india which is still untouched definitely uh, there are there are places where it still needs to go better mm-hmm. but like at least in the metropolitan cities <laughs> and all it has really changed Change the way it is so yeah i think i hope it evolves more yeah. better <laughs> more quickly <laughs> quickly quickly exactly yeah. so that it's a dream for also. me end of the day it's it's a dream to go and settle back in your own place if that option works yeah. uh, so it's just that we just have to probably you know yeah. wait, wait for some time so <laughs> i have a few friends who actually went back from here uh, to india and uh, i mean initially it was a struggle but now they have got used to it they have started mm. and they are still running their own business also yeah. okay so uh, it is not like it's not doable and mm. probably this one thing with dubai the convenience here <laughs> it's very difficult yeah. to find it in any other part of the yes. world this yeah. is what i have once you're used to it you're used to it yes here yeah. everything you have on the fingertips i know right? i know <laughs> you're telling everything me. even a petrol pump <laughs> yeah kafoo and yeah. everything you know so you don't everything is at um, you know mm. everything is now now yes <laughs> <laughs> great and um, now coming to the mistakes we have we might have made in life right any regrets or right? do you want to share any mistakes you made and which and you learned from it is that something like that you want to share uh okay in life or okay i've really not been in an office atmosphere for a long time i think it's only about 3 years that's when i passed out of college i was there okay so i don't recall any significant mistakes but i've had immense learning right. from then until now and one thing i really use it every day is experience first then learn next yes <laughs> you do a task you fail you learn you do a task you succeed you learn very true so it's that, more like don't stop yourself from doing yeah. because you're yeah. scared of failure so the traditional way is we learn and then we go and experience mm. but when you experience and learn then that learning is different <laughs> nice. and nice. Uh, you really don't come up until you hit the rock bottom yes <laughs> yes so i think you come from a btech btech background I again do. you are an engineer yes, again right yes, yes. so and no. now <laughs> as a <laughs> community manager for homeless club right <laughs> two engineers that's my identity now <laughs> so how is the transition like and has that engineering background helped you in any way in, inside the club as well Yeah it has it has i think formal education i'll tell you what my granddad yes. i call him abba he okay. says that uh, formal education is never wasted yes <laughs> okay okay your passion and nice. your education can be two different things yes Definitely. sometimes it overlaps like mine yes. i'm from it i am into digital learning yes. so the journey is very seamless yes but sometimes they're two different things yes but still it works like we have insia in our club yes. she's from insia she's she's a chemical engineer so, mm-hmm. i think civil engineer she's a civil engineer yes. okay sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> so we have insia who's a civil engineer and now she's into artistry yes and mashallah she's growing very well yes. we have anupama who's an architect yes 
upcycle, let's yes. transform. And she's now, her passion is sustainable living. Exactly. And they've saved like about 10,000 plastic bags from yeah. going into landfills. Amazing. And the products right? are beautiful. You know? yes. like and we have... Business with a cause. Yeah. Correct. So formal education is like a tool in your toolbox. It, it exactly. really helps your thinking, you know, it, it structures your thinking, I must mm -hmm. say. And it really lays that foundation. That's what he says. That's what my granddad says. It lays that foundation for you to follow your passion. Very mm. true, very so, true. Yeah. yeah, I think it will never go waste. Either it overlaps or it's different, but either way, it's a win-win situation. Very <laughs> true. And Sanya, you have, in addition to the formal education, <laughs> I remember you told me about uh, the entrepreneurship yeah. uh, training you had gone through yeah. in your college days. Okay, it's a long story, but <laughs> I think a lot of people ask me. Uh, so after my school got over, my 12th, you all, you, in India, you have like a two months break. Yes. In which I realized, so I went for a MasterChef audition and I failed because I was not able to do baking. They okay. said, do you do, do you bake? I said, no. And they said, okay, sorry. Uh, so that hit me like, why can I, like, you know, why can't I do that? So I started baking. And I realized that I'm good into it. And slowly, slowly, it went like really nice. So I nice. wanted to do um, a course that comes into baking and not bachelor's in business administration or MBA or something. But my dad was very focused, like, no, uh, <laughs> hotel management is like, you know, you cutting onions, yes. you will do this, you <laughs> will do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, no, you will go for a bachelor's in business administration. I was like, Okay, fine. After that, will you allow me to do that? He's like, yeah. Okay. So my routine was like, I used to go in the morning, I used to go to the college. And uh, in the afternoon, when I come back, I used to bake and, you know, give those cakes, the complete the orders and everything. Uh, after my bachelor's was done, and um, then I said told my dad, okay, now can I do it? He's like, just do MBA, and then you can maybe do it. <laughs> so while doing my MBA, I got so many opportunities to get into, um, you know, some entrepreneurship programs that was yes. offered by the uh, government of India, and I learned so much from them, and I'm so happy uh, that I was a part of it. So a lot of people like, you know, uh, ask me, so like, so I did my MBA, I did my master's and I also grew my business into baking. Yes. So I think I usually used to t be very upset with my dad that, you know, I could have been a better baker. Why did you make me, why, why did you let me waste my time in yes. ma master's and why did you let me not do baking? Yes. Then he used to tell me now you have an MBA degree. And now you're an mm. amazing baker also. Yes. So you have both of it. And when I came back to, I got married, I came to Dubai. A lot of people asked me, why did you leave baking? You know, uh, we still miss Bake Beauty. Where is it? What happened? Uh, so it's not that I didn't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to continue to do it. But that was a, that was phase. a phase in my life that I enjoyed. I loved. I took, and probably learned a lot. Learned from. a lot from it. And my MBA helped me to market that yes. uh, part of uh, my life. Yes. But now, we only have one life, right? Yes. You <laughs> so, want to try the next yeah. part of it. Something else. Yeah, so 
I was like, I love digital marketing now. Like, I do not want to bake. <laughs> Maybe after. <laughs> and probably it's because you have that entrepreneurship bug in you, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, as a marketer, you get to work on different businesses. Exactly. Right? So I love that I'm able to help small, small businesses yes. market themselves yes. and build them as a brand. Yes. So I would love to do baking again when I retire. Maybe after fifty <laughs> years, but but now currently, this is what you enjoy. Yeah, I love digital marketing. So I think this is what I want to do. I nice. want to do everything in my life. Maybe next I'll be painting something. So I do. Very know. nice. You're already doing. Uh, you are already, already a yeah, very yeah. creative person. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So to wind up the whole session, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your one last advice to women in general? Anjum first. <laughs> self investment and self learning. Perfect. You have to keep on learning, and it's an act of self love. Learning is an act of self love. Act of self love. Learning is an act of self love. Yeah. So that that's when you get that. and it it can only happen when you believe in yourself yes. you you believe in your uh, your power and your passion and everything so yeah <laughs> that's what what do you think is a... i think i agree with anjum and also i would say that do not stop experimenting yourself you will fail uh, you will fail a lot of time but that's okay try 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 and do not care about what the society thinks yes. it's okay to try yeah. and fail but keep doing it try to seek help do not try to be you know <laughs> to somebody who can do everything and definitely inshallah you will do great in your life amazing you can have everything yes. but not at the same time not at the yes. same time <laughs> could yes. be at different times in your life yeah. Yeah. when the time is right yeah. exactly exactly and you also billa i would also <laughs> say the same i agree to both of you what you said <laughs> and uh, what i one more thing that i want to say is if you want to do something just do it yeah the perfect days are not going to come start with what you can and with what you have and where you are yeah. yes yes that's a beautiful thing start start small <laughs> be yes. consistent then yes. it will go back exactly. the growth happens then yes <laughs> thank you so much for being on thank my you show thank you so much thank you so thank you so much for inviting us yeah <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. See you again in the next episode of the Bilna Sandeep show. Thank you. Mm-hmm.